You're listening to Mystic Stew. My name is David Hansel. I'm a medium. I've spent the last couple decades trying to figure out why the universe is like it is and why. I will delve into any questions that you have to ask, and if I have the answer, I will put it here for you. Today, I'm going to answer five questions from people who listen to the podcast. They range anywhere from do animals have spirit guides to what dimension do we reincarnate in? So, if you're ready to go down the rabbit hole, let's begin. Hi, and welcome back to Mystic Stew. My name is David Hansel. I'm an intuitive medium and your host for today. I am back with a few questions from people who listen to the podcast and uh, or from my Facebook group. The first question today, we'll just dive right in, is from Sally. And Sally asks, do animals have spirit guides? It's a super good question. And yes, absolutely. They have guides. It's different than ours. What they do here is different than us. Um, Animals see through the veil a lot clearer than we do. So a lot of things that they do, they don't really even need a guide for but they do have guides because of the fact they come into this earth also with a little bit of veil of forgetfulness. So they go about their business being their kitty or their doggy or their hamster self, but they do have guides that direct them or help them to realize the path that they're on and why they're on it. So yeah, they do have guides as well as plants have guides. Um, Trees have guides, so to speak. They're not, the guides don't work in the same way ours do, but they do watch over them. Um, I, I don't know exactly what they tell a plant or tell a tree that hasn't really been revealed to me. I will say that a lot of nature spirits, um, elves, dwarves, things like that you, you hear about, they act as guides towards plants and animals. So, Yes, animals have guides and animals also work with your guides as well. All right, the second question today is from Nicole. And Nicole asks, are there earthbound spirits? It's a question that's got so many answers to it. But in short, I've said this many times before, no one is bound to the place they're in, which means they are you are always able to leave where you are you are always able to move on the problem is some either don't want to move on they're afraid to move on maybe because they were very religious people and they think that they're going to go to some hell uh, so they just hang around or an earthbound spirit as you might call them um, just might not be ready to leave this physical plane so they walk around and try to communicate with people and to no avail it's very difficult for them but they're not bound here Um, they may have forgotten what to do next but there are a lot of guides angels god whatever you want to call them that are always trying to get your attention to bring you back and who knows Um, one of my theories is that you know how you have a plan to come to earth to do stuff Part of that plan may to be between worlds, know what that experience is like. So that could also be another plan or a contract that you have entered into. All right, the next question 
is from Lisa. Lisa asks, what is ancestral healing and will it heal other generations? This is actually a question I think to best ask of a shaman, a real shaman. In my opinion, and from what I've known, what I've heard, what I've been back through on my own, um, you can go back and heal certain situations, mainly by acknowledging them and seeing them from a different perspective. If you can go back and do that or remember that, then it does start to heal the future, your future self. So you'd have to go back to your past self and you need to find out, you know, was there a strong problem or something in my DNA that's going to stay with me throughout these lives because I haven't quite mastered that or I haven't quite figured out how to deal with it. If you can go back through that, your past actually will start to heal your present. And what you do in the present heals your future. So your future self right now may be trying to correct you and something you're doing at this point so the future can be rewritten differently. It's very confusing, but you have to remember that everything really is happening at the same time. It's hard to understand that until you actually remember what that experience is like. When you remember what that experience is like, it'll seem completely natural, normal. It's just how it should be. But yes, I do believe that you can go back through ancestors and you can get the you can't forgive or heal something so it doesn't keep affecting what's happening to you now. I do know that you can't go back and heal somebody else. I mean, just snap your fingers and heal them. They have to be involved in it somehow. If they're not involved in it, that particular person is not going to be healed. But you can heal yourself from the situation. All right, the next question is from Alexandra. Alexandra asks, when a soul reincarnates, does it come in at 3D or 5th dimension? Okay, a lot of people nowadays are really hooked on the dimensions. And I get it. It's really, it's really interesting. Um, if you're asking about it, that means there's some knowledge that you need to know so it'll progress your life. I will say this. As far as a third dimension goes, we all pretty much come in at 3D. I mean, everybody comes in at 3D. But here's the deal. If you are a fifth or a seventh dimension being over there, you can still learn how to access that here. Let's take Jesus, Jesus for instance. That's uh, probably the easiest one I can say. Some people say, or some people have channeled, that Jesus was a seventh dimensional being. So Jesus came here to do something. And the things he can always access, he came in at 3D, but he can access any dimension between three and seven because he's he's already graduated up, experienced them. Now, he might, he probably could, but he might not have been able to go past the seventh dimension because he hasn't worked his way up to that. I'm sure he has. For the you know sake of saying, he hasn't reached that yet. When you come in here, if you are a fourth or fifth dimensional being and you come in here, you're going to come in at 3D, but eventually you're going to remember and that's what's happening in this world today. That's why we're moving into a fourth dimensional because people are starting to remember who they are and what they can do. A lot of beings who come here are from fourth and fifth dimension, but they come in as third and then they got to remember like everybody else who they really are. You can simultaneously be between all three dimensions at one time. So 
when you're here in 3D, when you dream, you're pretty much going into fourth dimensional things. And so your dreams are kind of fourth dimensional. There's things you can do in your dreams that you can't do in your 3D life. It's just too dense. If you look at it in density, it's just too dense to do those things. <clears throat> if you're a 5D, if you're a fifth dimensional being and remember that and you come here, people think, you know, I should be able to put my hand through a wall. Well, yeah, I guess technically you should be able to put your hand through a wall. I don't know anybody who's putting their hand through a wall in the 3D dimension. And if they are, they could be doing it, but nobody else will see it because they are still in that 3D. They're not going to even see that happening. You know, it's um, perception. So I think most people come in at 3D and either quickly remember the other dimensional, the other dimensions that they already are in or you can come here in 3d and you're trying to work your way up there's a lot of people like that here and a lot of ets extraterrestrials most of them are not of a 3d nature most of them are usually at 4 and 5d you can have a physical body in a five dimension or you can have a physical body in the seventh dimension it's going to be different from here I don't know exactly what it is because I don't know what dimensions I even fall into. I really don't worry about it too much. I just try to do on this earth what I think I should be doing or what I feel I should be doing. So that is my suggestion to most people. Please go ahead and discover the dimensions and please work your way up. The best way to work your way up in these dimensions is to be your truest authentic self. When you do that, you will start to remember more. When you allow yourself to be you and don't allow yourself to listen to everybody else here, then you will start to move up. Okay, and the last question of today. This is by Nicole Thomas. Again, Nicole, this is her second question, which is awesome. Thank you, Nicole. These are questions about spirit guides. She asks a couple of them. The first one is, do we see them like they truly are or how uh, or are they uh, how we comprehend them, uh, comprehend them the best? I guess that's the best way to put it. She wants to know if the way we see them is the way they actually are. Um, at the moment, yes. At the moment you see them, when they show you who or what they are, that is what they are. It's really that simple. Are they really like that all the time? Probably not. If you'll notice, a lot of people will always say, oh, my guide is an American Indian, my guide is Cleopatra, my guide is, you know, this or that from this era, and it's always got to be fancy and pretty and beautiful. And that's just not the case. How we see them is how kind of our mind is telling us to see them, not our soul. If you actually saw your spirit guide with your soul, you probably wouldn't even need to make up a body or a presence for them. You would just be able to feel them, know that they're there. Most people, uh, our guides, they are a consciousness that is with us always. Human beings need to attach some sort of label to it so our minds and our soul will make up a body so we can relate better. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. Whatever you think you see, is most likely what they are presenting themselves to you as down the line i will say as far as like names go i can tell you there's a guy that i've always had that i never really knew the name of 
and he gave me his name one day because I guess it was needed to be had. I had the name and then I started having dreams about the same exact look that he had. So he presents himself in a way that works for me and it's actually quite comical the way he looks for me which makes sense because my personality I'm, I'm kind of a wing ding to begin with so that is what I see and that is what I'm comfortable with okay the next part of that question is how many guides do we have a billion million um, <laughs> you do have one main guide like everybody says that comes in with you but you have a host of all kinds of consciousness that is around you that helps you out in the situations you are in at the time let's say you are going let's say you're a business person and you're trying to you're doing meetings and things are getting hectic things are getting stressful you may have an entity that has gone through exactly what you have gone through that might help guide you through it that that guide might step in just for that portion of your life doesn't mean they're going to stay with you forever they come in and they come out as needed but you're first guide the person who's always watching you out of the corner of their eye all the time is always with you and they help you as much as you can and may I tell everybody this and please listen your best brightest highest guide you have is yourself remember yourself is still guiding you a the spirit or the soul of yourself is still guiding you that soul or spirit is still a product of God is still part of God or whatever you call the Creator it is still part of that so that is where you're gonna get your best information remember too that maybe on the other side your higher self doesn't have the same hang-ups you do because while you're here you get all kinds of hang-ups you get um, you get addicted to things or um, even like let's say the last things that happen the political stuff you either veer towards one side or veer towards the other and on the other side they really could care less about what side you're on or what's happening they look at everything as a whole okay so your high your higher self is probably your best guide but everyone's available and do you have to know their names all the time or know who they are no you don't some might be there for just a split second and they might not even they don't really care if you know who they are they're they're they don't have any sense of they're very humble let's put it that way they don't have a need to be known okay and uh, the last one is do they have specific jobs etc and I'm assuming you mean like what I was talking about before helping you yeah there are specific jobs that they have helping you and outside of that they have things that they do on the other side we have to remember and we have to kind of think about this the other side is not the same as this side it is different you will probably depending on you how you grew up what's in your mind your beliefs that's what you're gonna see right away eventually we all graduate from that too so what you see in this world is not the end there's also the between lives the bardos if you read in the Tibetan Book of the Dead the bardos is the world that's between where you're going from here there is a main main place that you go to and that main main place is back to the Creator okay very close to that we don't have to have trees and flowers on the other side unless that's what you want to have but we do have jobs we do have a life we do have things we do and we do exist so always remember that 
This life never ends, and there's no need to even worry about what you're going to do when you leave here, because your soul already knows and already remembers. The, the second you get back there, that memory is going to start to come back in, and you're going to go where you go. You're going to see who you see. Nobody you've ever known or loved is gone forever. None of them are. They're always available for you. They're available for you here, and they're available for you there. I hope this was interesting, and I hope this helped you a lot. If you have a question, feel free to write me at david at theywhispertome.com, or you can join my Facebook page, The Spirit Experience. I do some lives there, and also I post where you can ask questions. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Mystic Stew. If you have a question for me, you can write to me at david at theywhispertome.com. If you're interested in a reading or any of my services, or just like to know more about me, you can go to my website, theywhispertome.com. Follow me on Instagram at Medium David Hansel, or you can follow me on Facebook at uh, TheyWhisperToMe.com and The Spirit Experience. Thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you again next time. Bye-bye.